also brought to you by the Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. Eat local, but stay coastal at the Boatyard Restaurant. The Boatyard is located at 1555 Southeast 17th Street in Fort Lauderdale. That means you can come by boat or you can come by car. Enjoy the nautical atmosphere, whether you sit inside in the cold AC or outside on the patio bar. The Boatyard has something for everyone. Monday through Friday, happy hour. Where local favorite is bar bites and handcrafted cocktails. Open for lunch, dinner, and the popular Sunday brunch. And don't forget, ladies' night. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. where ladies drink free. Dock and dine at the famous Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. I am sure you'll have a great experience. Clear the airwaves. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. I sound okay. You sound great. This is, this is Captain Jeff. Uh, I'm in the studio today with the Shepherd, Stephen Busaka, and we're doing the miniseries Fishing Philosophies. And we have another one for you today. Um, Stephen, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, brother. What do you think about today's Fishing Philosophies topic? You know, I think that it's something that might get people upset, but I think it's something that needs to be said. I don't think it'll get people upset. We're going to put it in a nice perspective. So I think it will make sense for everybody, and um, I think, it, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to make too many people upset because I got a pretty good grip on this. Okay. The fo- the the topic today is, um, well, you know, the, there's always been a long, you know, uh, ongoing topic conversation about fishermen that lie, and there's two types of lying. That's the way I look at it, Steve. You got like your typical fish story lie. You know what I mean? The fish that got away. The fish that got away, (laughs) how big a fish was or how, you know, how long the fight was or, you know, a whole bunch of different stuff that somebody can embellish. Somebody can, you know, make bigger than life. Somebody can over exaggerate. And those are what we call, you know, a fish tale, you know, and. A lot of fishermen. Or they call a white whale story. A white whale story. There's all these, you know, and lots of fishermen, you know, do that. And it's somewhat acceptable as long as you're doing it among your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, you know, that's going to tell a fish tale. You're having a few beers. You know, you're having your Italian dinner on Sunday and you're with your three cousins that know nothing about fishing. And then you start talking about your bonefish. And then, you know, well, the thing took off 300 yards. You know damn well he took <laughs> off 150 yards. But you tell those kids he took off 300 yards. And then you tell them the fight was so strong you almost broke your rod. And then the fish finally gets to the boat, and you got your bonefish, and everybody's happy. And you told a few little white lies. You made your story sound great. And that's fairly innocent, and I think that's what, you know, people talk about when they talk about fish stories yeah. and fishermen that lie. You know what I mean? Like when I start, when I did my podcast with Tom Green, you know, he's laughed and he says, oh, yeah, he says, I can tell stories and lies for hours. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, there's something to be said for that. But I think there's a time where you have to draw the line about your fish stories. And I think if you're a professional fisherman, you know, a guide or a captain or somebody that actually takes people fishing, you know what I mean? You're an authority. You're somebody that everybody looks up to. You got to cut that shit out. So you know what that makes me think of? Uh, so somebody in our network, 
another Italian, Taylor DeFusco. Right. I was actually on the phone with him the other day, and he, because I was, you know, because again, we, you know, we like to find out what people want to hear, like what do you want to talk about. Right. And he actually said to me that something he wants to talk about, and we're going to do a podcast with Taylor where we're going to elaborate a little bit more um, from his side of the story. Right. Where he was saying that a problem that they're having up there by the Stewart area is there's a lot of guides. Like we're talking professional guides. Those are, are, those are captains, I think he's captains. talking about. He's an offshore crowd, right? Yes. Okay, so captains. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's offshore. So he was saying that the problem they're having is a lot of these captains, they're lying and saying, like they're saying, for example, they're catching like a mahi. Right. The mahi is maybe 15 pounds. Right. They're going on social media saying that they're, they're, they, their charters catch 30 to 40 pound mahi. You see, that's what I'm talking about. There's a, there's a, that's a different type of lie, fish story or whatever you want to call it. And that strikes a chord. I can't stand that shit. It drives me crazy when they do that. And I think that as a professional fisherman, I know what you're, they're trying to do is they want to boost up their post. They want the post to look super great so they can book more trips. So they can make more money. Of course, it's about the money. I mean, they're professional fishermen. But there's a right and there's a wrong way to do business. And when you do that, I think that you're totally disrespecting your own fishery. Elaborate a little bit on that. Well, like, for instance, like, I got into it with a guide a couple, three years ago, and I was an idiot because I got into it with him on Facebook about these bullshit fish counts. He was talking about his um, clients. You know, one of his clients caught 1,500-pound tarpon in one night. <laughs> you know, or another guy got, you know, 12 in one night and all this stuff. And if you look at my, when I go live online, when my clients are fighting fish, I usually wait till it's their second or third tarpon and I'll start giggling and I'll tell them, hey, you want to do 10 more of these? And they're looking at me like I'm an idiot, you know? Like, like <laughs> They're I get, huffing and puffing. Right, I can barely get my third one in. What do you mean 10 of these things? <laughs> but I do that because being sarcastic, you know, because of the old stories about the guy telling everybody that his clients were catching 1,500 pounders in one night. And for one... If you're catching fish, you don't have to lie. You can catch fish. What the hell are you lying for? But to totally disrespect the fishery, and what I mean by disrespecting the fishery is there's no way in hell that an average angler, somebody that would take, a, a, you know, one of my clients that, you know, would take out to go tarpon fishing, even has the physical wherewithal to catch 10 100-pound tarpon in one night. Never mind willing to catch 10 100 pound tarpon one night. every single one of my customers after their fourth or fifth fish they're, they're done beat. they want to go in or they pray for a small one you know or or whatever but the problem with that is or the problem with you know lying on a professional level and then posting it all over social media so you can get more trips two things that really bother me one is you disrespect the fishery itself, especially tarpon fishing, because those things are the king of the, sh of the inshore fish. And for people to listen to your post and think that guys are out there catching 10 or 15 in a day is unrealistic. Slap unrealistic, not even close. And that's a total disrespect to the fish and the fishery. Also, it's a disrespect to the other guides in the industry. And it totally crushes me to think that this kid would actually get somebody's business over a guy that's telling the truth about how many fish, you know, the, the, their clients are catching. 
So you got the one guy posting the truth and is showing complete respect for the fishery. And then you got one guy that's disrespecting the fishery and lying. And to think that he would get a trip over the guy that's not lying just infuriates me. It's not something that a lot of people are going to get. Maybe they'll get it after this episode a little bit. But when you live it and you're talking to people that are making big decisions. And what I mean by that is they come in from California, Texas, the UK. They're paying big money to do this. Right. And they're trying to make an educated decision on where they want to fish, who they want to fish fish with. with. Right. And then they're reading posts like that and it's totally screwing them up. To me, see, the thing that bothers me about it, I feel like you're robbing people. What do you mean? You know what I mean? It's like, like you say, you got people that are flying in from other states across the country trying to figure out what they want to do to put themselves in the best position to catch that fish. It's not robbery. It's a swindle. Which to me is like a form of robbery. Eh, you see what I'm saying, right? Get it's the like... dictionary out, but, but it's a swindle. <laughs> it's a swindle. You know what I mean? And it's a swindle on, both, on a lot of different angles. Like it's a swindle to the guy that's booking the trip. It's also a swindle to the industry that you're in. It's a swindle from the guy that didn't get the trip that's telling the truth or giving the right information. So as a professional, I don't, I, I, it just kills me. Like I don't give them any slack. You tell the truth. You tell them exactly what's happening. You know, guy calls me and he says, geez, you know, I got uh, me and my two buddies want to come down to fish. What are the chances of all three of us getting a tarpon in the same night? Well, if it's friggin' in the middle of the summer, we may only get three bites in one night. Never mind get three fish. So I'll tell him, well, geez, you know, coming down in August, that's probably fairly slim. Have any of you guys caught a tarpon before? And the guy says, no. I says, well, I tell you what, I go, if one of you guys catch a tarpon and the other two get to watch... I go be worth the price of admission. If all three of you guys get a tarpon, count that as a major bonus. Okay? And that's the way I would speak to them. And that gives them respect. It gives the fishery respect. And you can actually go down the dock and look over your shoulder and not think that, hey, that guy thinks I'm an asshole because I lie all the time. You know what I mean? It's just good karma. It's. But you're being honest with them, too. And let me tell you, and listen, like people, people respect people that will actually be transparent with you. Like when I, when I book trips with Carl, I'll say to him, like, listen, I'm thinking about booking a trip at this time. What are our chances of getting a bonefish or a permit? Right, and and he, he'll tell me. Yeah, he's going to be honest with you. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, that, that's, that's huge. Like, you know, one of the things like, especially what's going right now, going on right now with, you know, Donald Trump being the president and everything. And people think, you know, oh, he's a racist, he's a liar, he's this, he's that. Well, let me tell you something. You do not become successful at business by lying. You do not become successful at business by disrespecting people or being racist or anything like that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying there isn't a successful businessman out there that doesn't have a fault like that. But I am saying that the common denominator of being successful in any business is to be honest and to be truthful and have a relationship with the people, an honest relationship with the people that you're doing business with. So, I mean, it's pretty dramatic, you know, going from a fish story, hanging out with your friends and bullshitting a little bit and then, you know, embellishing and laughing and having a good time to this other end of the spectrum that is dead serious. 
at least in my book, in most professionals' books it is. And hopefully with this podcast, we've opened up some people's eyes, we've answered a few questions, and I look forward to having Taylor um, DeFusco on the podcast in the future, and um, maybe we'll do a full episode on it. Yeah. You know, and... uh, But anyway, for Efficient Philosophy FC, I thought it was epic. I thought it was great info, and uh, thanks for doing that work for us, Stephen. Of course, man. So you've been listening to Fishing Philosophies. This is the Real Guy Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Real Guy Podcast and being part of the Real Guy Network. And until next time, that's Stephen Busaka, the shepherd, and Captain Jeff. Run that dog. Run that dog, yo.